Hi, Aaron. Oh, hello, Colleen. It's so weird being on the receiving end of the of the greeting. That's right. Usually I say good morning, Aaron, so I'm getting crazy today. Yeah, this is wild. So before we get into today's content, I wanted to ask all of our listeners, if you struggle with internal reporting, okay, now this sounds like an inter- infomercial. Sorry. Let it me does. Try yeah, Ch- change your tone. There's got to be a better way. <laughs> There's got to be a better way. Try that again. Take <laughs> it out. If you listen to this podcast and you have a problem at your job where people who don't write SQL are constantly asking you for reports, whether that's one-off, you're getting interrupted, or whether that's routinely, or whether that's they don't understand the data, please, please, please reach out to me. Aaron and I are in the very beginning stages of, you know, tearing down our old business and (laughs) building a new business from the ground up. And so we really want to build this product existing customers in mind. and so. Please, you can, you can reach me at Colleen, two L's and two E's at helloquery.com, or you can DM me on Twitter. I'm Leanie Berger. And if you hate phone calls or you don't like people, we can just talk over DMs. So Leanie Berger on Twitter. Yeah, back up. What is it? Say it again. I want you to say it again. <laughs> what's your, what's your Twitter username? Uh, Leanie Berger. Leanie Berger. There you go. DM As her like- at Leanie Berger. <laughs> Burgers and Leany sounds kind of like Colleen, but it's cool and hip, unlike your Twitter username, which is what your name. So oh, pedestrian. Imagine, can you believe it? So pedestrian, Aaron. Also, um, because I like burgers, is like the it's like the most I want to say like seventh grade or sixth grade way to pick a screen name. It's like, hey, you're signing up for AIM for the first time, AOL is the messenger, and you're like, man, I like burgers. I like cheerleading. I'm going to be, no, I'm going to be leaning burger. <laughs> I love burgers. Um, You know, that's literally where it came from. It was my AIM username from See, seventh grade. I knew it. I freaking knew it. You called it. You nailed it. Man, it was either, yeah. I felt like everyone was, uh, you know, leany burger or like, XO cheer girl OX. And, you know, they would, you know, they would like decorate it in the username. Yeah, you went a different route saying, I love burgers. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, you just got to lean in, just got to commit yeah, to it. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so we didn't record last week because we you were moving. Yes, I have now moved. Um, gotta say, zero stars. Don't recommend it. Moving is the worst. It is moving is the worst. It is, it's bad. Um, and we didn't even do most of the move ourselves. So we did all the packing. Um, and then we hired movers to come move everything. And now we're doing all the unpacking. So like the hard, you know, manual labor part we didn't do. And it still sucked. Um, I think one of the problems is it's an in-town move. Like we're moving 10 or 15 minutes away. And so there's this whole set of things. It's like, ah, I'll just go back and get that. Like the shed, like the, um, the outdoor part of the shed. So I had the shed quarters, which was the office. And then there was like a, a yard storage part of the shed where I kept all like the tools and, you know, paint and fertilizer, that sort of stuff. And I was just like, um, I don't want to pack all of that. I'll go back and get it, you know, after the move because we had a little bit of an overlap. Huge mistake. I think I probably made seven trips, you know, maybe maybe eight or nine. I borrowed a truck from a friend, made several with that, and then threw a bunch of the stuff in the Forerunner and made several with that. And it's like, this, I should have just... I should have just packed it all and made them move it because I thought it's easier to get, grab it all and throw mm-hmm. it in the car. That was stupid. Um, so yeah, that was fine. I've got, as you can see, the office set up a little bit in here. Um, no longer 
no longer in a separate building, which is already proven to be worse. Um, mm. Just because, just because, you know, I'm literally right off the dining room and I can, you know, as much as I've tried to soundproof everything, I can just hear everything. Yeah. Um, but fortunately the kids can't see in, I've put up curtains, the kids can't see in and they know that, you know, it used to be uh, like dad at working and I would walk outside. And so they're familiar with the concept of dad has to leave and go to work. And now I just walk into this room. So it's been fine. You know, it's been fine so far considering. Um, but yeah, moving is the worst. It's exhausting. Getting everything set up at the new place is exhausting. And the transaction costs are really high. Like not only do you have to pay for movers and stuff, but then you're like, oh, I need to buy this little thing. Like I need to buy something for the sink here. Or I need to buy something for, you know, the counter or like an organization for this closet. Man, I'm just buying stuff everywhere. So yep. yeah, don't move. <laughs> TLDR, don't move. Good advice. Good advice. Not for that you sure want here. to because you're going to stay in San Diego forever. Fingers since crossed. You li- since you live in paradise. I do. Um, so since we're telling personal stories. So we live next to someone that has a like six million dollar house it is on the entire it takes up yeah it takes up the entire block and this is a really expensive place to live and their house is ginormous must be embarrassing since yours is four million and you know there's there's a six (laughs) right (laughs) no it is not (laughs) and so yesterday i'm at work and my eldest child gets home um, and he comes home alone and he was playing lacrosse outside and he bounces the ball against like one of their walls, like their garage wall. They don't mm-hmm. care. And he broke a window of the $6 Uh-oh. million dollar house. And he sends me this text. So we just set him up with Apple Pay to send and mm-hmm. receive money. That's how we give him his allowance. And he sent me this text yesterday at like 4.30 p.m. just as I'm about to leave work. And it was $30. And it was, mom, I hope this covers the window I just broke. Oh, he sent it to you? Yeah. That's really yeah. sweet. It was it was pretty it was pretty sweet and it's hilarious. Responsible of him. And uh and anyway, so that that's what happened yesterday. But um to conclude that story, so I'm like, okay, we broke the rich people's window. Like mm-hmm. obviously we're gonna offer to pay for it. So I got to chat with my neighbors yesterday after my son broke their window. Turns out I live next to the owner of Ballast Point Brewery. <laughs> which is why he has a six million dollar house and super classy like they were like it's fine like they didn't care it was amazing you know if he has any um if he has any trouble accessing internal data at at (laughs) his company (laughs) just curious for no reason in particular like so you guys probably have trouble with reports right yeah it's cool now we're friends so we've bonded (laughs) over this window situation so if you could uh talk to me about your reporting needs that would be great um Anyway, yeah, so brewery must be pretty successful. It is. It's a huge deal out here on the on the West Coast. Like it's a huge Interesting. brewery. Anyway, this is my day yesterday. But before that, while you were moving, yes, let's talk about what happened the week you were moving. Yeah, you've got all the energy, which oh, I was man. I was uh, feeding off of because I had none of the energy. So I was like bouncing off the walls. I had the most amazing week last week. So first of all, it, I don't know. It's just, it feels like the wind is at our back. Like things Instead are- Instead of in our face again. <laughs> Which it was for a long time. The wind was in our face for a long, long, long time. It just feels like the wind's at our back. I think that, man, so I had three calls yesterday, inbound leads. I'm sorry, not yesterday. So excited. I can't remember when this was. <laughs> inbound leads last week. Those calls went really, really well. 
First, they were inbound, so super much higher quality leads mm-hmm. as opposed to what has been happening when I've been doing outbound. And they all need some version of Hello Query. It was really exciting. I was super, man, I was just like flying high last week. I almost, I didn't do it, but I should have in retrospect. I almost did a solo podcast without you. Oh man, that would have been a super power move. You should have. I, know, I should have. And then I, I didn't feel like getting my microphone out. Yeah. But it was great. Man, last week things were just clicking into place. It felt really, really good. I feel like what do you call it? Reticular activation? That's right. Yeah. Look at me. So you got it. I can take the SATs. That's right. So when you and I first started, this is kind of a fun story. When we first started down this path, it we started doing a competitor deep dive and we were finding competitors everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that didn't feel great. Like we want competitors, but we don't we don't want competitors everywhere. And we and want then them some, to be worse than they are. Yeah. Because there's some really nice some good ones out there's there. There's some pretty good ones, yeah. And now I feel like I'm seeing this everywhere, only I'm seeing the need for this. It's like it's mm-hmm. flipped to, oh, everybody needs this in some fashion or form. So it's really exciting. It just it just felt great. It felt like, man, it just feels good. It feels like we are on to something. People are interested. People are talking to us. Like we're headed in the right direction. Yeah, that was really good because you were having all these calls. I was doing all this work and you would message me and just, you were, you were just so excited. And I think, I think at one point, it was like a Saturday or something. We talked on the phone, by the way, speaking of power moves, most, most devastating diss ever. When I was like, why don't you just call me on my cell phone? And you said, what's your number? As if you absolutely said, what's your number? As if, as if we've talked on the phone multiple times, but you've never bothered to save my number. Like maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but the mere fact that you were like, ah, man, I'll have your number. Come on. Are you kidding me? Like, man, I got to use that on my worst enemy someday. Um, anyway, yeah, we talked on the phone and you were just like, you were buzzing. You were so amped. And that was that's really good for me because I'm not talking to all these people, right? I'm just yeah. over here either building product or, you know, staying up late organizing and unpacking boxes. And so right now I'm like the, the, all the energy is on your side and I'm feeding off of that. And that's quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, especially last week, I wanted to talk to you because I was like, he's probably in the depths of despair over there in his boxes. <laughs> you were correct. I think one of the times we talked on the phone, I was driving a load of junk from house to yeah. house. And the other time I was in the new garage building garage shelves to store all the junk. So yeah, yep, needed that. Awesome. Yeah. So I, that, we talked, I, we talked last time, I think we talked about scoping it down to sequel to CSV, right? I we don't know. About did that we talk here? about that on the podcast? I don't know. Probably I don't not. Really I don't care. think we did. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. So in an effort to be even crispier and clearer and super clearly identify a pain, we have our H1 now, I think, is the fastest way to get from SQL, wait, from SQL to CSV. I think that's right. So um, what's interesting, okay, go ahead. No, you go. What's interesting about this is I spoke to four people who are like, we need this. Of those four people I talked to, none of them <laughs> said they just need the sequel to CSV. Okay. So and what parts did they need? 
the thing that seemed to so uh, so this is interesting. So I have you know my secret plan. Right. Should I tell you my secret plan, or do I just I'm trying to drip it to you. You so should you, don't you should tell out. me. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, I would love to know your secret plans. Whether you want to say it on the podcast is an open question. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, anytime you have secret plans, I would I would love to know them, especially okay. if it's like apply for an accelerator or anything <laughs> like that, you know, get more funding. Yeah, please clue me in. So my secret plan is I think what this is going to end up, because something like this, this concept of reporting, mm-hmm. you can go in so many different directions with it. And I think the highest leverage is eventually going to be something that you can use internally for teams mm-hmm. or you can use this embedded BI for customers. Okay. So it is my thought because once again, um, it's not that big of a leap to go from internal to external. So that's where I think we're going to end up. Now, I don't want to, you know, for you and I to plan for that and, and you to be building for six to eight months and then find out if it's going to work. That's not going to, yeah. that's not what we're doing here. Right. Been there, and so when I, if you take that, internal, let's say embedded BI, if you're like, that's Mm -hmm. where I want to, I want to be able to offer that. And you step it down, you go from embedded BI. Now we're going backwards in terms of complexity of product. Mm -hmm. Embedded BI backwards a step is internal for teams because you don't have any tenancy. Backwards a step there is, well, no, it's internal for teams with filters. Back step from there is internal for teams, no filters. And a back step from there is SQL to CSV. So what I think we're doing here is we're starting with SQL to CSV and we, excuse me, and then we just show the people who said, hey, I want, you know, internal reporting for teams. Like, okay, we're starting with this. How does this this user experience feel? And then we right. build a little and then we ship a little and then we build a little. Of the four people I talked to who are like, yeah, I would buy this today. Two wanted it internally for teams okay. and two wanted it for customer facing like embedded BI. And I, and I told the the people we spoke, I spoke with about embedded BI. I was like, we don't know what that timeline is yet because we're just getting started. Mm-hmm. But um, that's kind of my, that's how I think this is going to go. Um, that's my initial, my initial gut feeling on this. Okay, that doesn't terrify me. Okay. Yeah. Good. And so what's happening now is, in order to do that first stair step, SQL to CSV, like that's our H one. Those are the people we're trying to attract right now. But like I said, of the the people who are like, I would buy this, none of them. It was unclear because I think we made this decision after I talked to some of them and mm-hmm. it was unclear if that value prop is meaty enough to warrant like payments, like seat, you know, per seat. Right. I buy that. I do. I do like the, the way that we're doing it this time. Um, by the way, I don't think much of that was secret. I feel like I'm, we've talked about most of that. So okay. good job. Yeah. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Anytime. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes. Um, sometimes. I do like the, the uh, approach of building the simplest thing first rather than like the complete vision. Cause I do think we built the complete vision last time and it was a hundred percent complete. And then people didn't buy it. And I was like, well, that kind of sucks. Um, so doing the smallest thing possible as fast as possible. I'm super into. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a good move. I think that's, that's a good move. And so I think it's going to work. I mean, I feel really good about it. Yeah, I do too. I feel so much better. Good. Yeah, I'm like, oh, so you were talking about my energy last week. I remember I wanted to say I'm like full obsessive mode, right? Like I have gone and I was never like really full obsessive mode with refine because it felt like we were just running into a wall over and over and over. Mm -hmm. I'm full obsessive mode Yeah, because we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wind in the face, wind in the back. So So, what what does full obsessive mode look like? I'm just 
thinking about it all the time. Like, what are some, I love playing the game. Our buddy Mike is always telling us, and we've known him for years and he's kind of our marketing buddy. And he's like, what would you do to market if your product was completely done? Like, mm -hmm. do that now. And we've never really listened to him before. <laughs> We're like, that seems hard. I don't know. And, yeah. and um, now Sinclair, I am. Sinclair, if you're, if you're listening, Sinclair, your dad is very smart. Sometimes we also don't listen to him. So <laughs> sorry, Mike. <laughs> And so that's what I'm doing. And it has been interesting because freeing up your brain space, especially as a developer, to only be able to do marketing and sales of a product is a really weird mental shift. And at times it has been very frustrating. I have that Alex Hillman article, How to Begin Again. I read it all the time. I'll send it to you after. It's great. It's basically this concept he talks about in 30 to 500, why so many people who are at the top of their field fail to launch a product and market a product because you have people who are experts and we, we've spent years becoming experts in one field. So to start over just feels like, and be a neophyte again, just feels incredibly, it can feel like kind of demoralizing. And yeah. that's why they see um, a lot of people quit and like, it, it, it's a, it's a good article. Yeah. Send it to me. Uh, quick follow-up question. What's a neophyte? New person. Really? I, well, now you're making me doubt it, but I'm pretty oh, sure. No, this was, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a challenge. It was like, I have no <laughs> idea what that word means. Yeah, yeah. Define neophyte. Google, Google it for me. A person who is new to a subject, <laughs> skill, or belief. Victory. Wow. Well, <laughs> again, it wasn't a competition. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't, but we've, got, you, we've got reticular activation and neophyte. So. And just listen to this podcast to get ready for your kids' SATs. That's right. You'll be ready to go. So yeah, you, well, I'm, I'm glad you're in obsessive mode. I think the you got you got pretty obsessed with the refined problem. Yes. You really enjoyed that. Um, so did I. But you never. I don't think you never. I don't think you ever got into obsessive mode about the business itself. I think that is a it good was way. always and I think yeah. it was in like the the tell there was it was always like, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to onboard these people. I've got one more thing to fix. I don't want to sell it. I've got one more thing to fix. And that to me, and I, I did that too. That to me is always like, I don't, I don't know if this business is going to work, but this yeah. time it feels different. It does. It feels different. I, um, yep. I think so. Feel good about it. Can we talk? Do you have anything else to say about that? Mm-mm. Can we talk about your triumphant return to Twitter? Yeah. I got You're back, to back baby. I love it. Twitter. <laughs> yes. I have re reactivated or whatever my Twitter account. How's it feel? It's been great. I forgot. I think when Elon bought Twitter, my feed started getting really weird. So I just yes. stopped, stopped doing the Twitter. And that was a couple months ago. Right. Yeah. And um, I got back on what last week, the week before sometime mm -hmm. recently. I was like, oh, this is great. Like this is, it's there's a lot of great. It's great. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. Just, it, the feed actually got weird. Like he, he mucked about with some settings, but the feed also got kind of like echo chambery, like dystopian. Everybody was like, ah, Twitter's going to die in 10 minutes. Like Elon is ruining it. It's like, I just don't, I'm sorry. I just don't want to hear about that. Like I do not want to yeah. hear. And I feel like people have mostly given up on caring that Elon owns it now. And so now it's back to normal. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's been great. I was really happy to get back on and start interacting with people there. Mm -hmm. So I um, saw you. I saw you tweet out something. What was the one? Oh, you were looking for a, a CMS for Rails or Ruby. I was like, yes, that 
That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Engaging with the people. Oh, CMSs. Man, this is... Don't get me started on this whole landing page stuff. Well, that it's was just, actually... I was getting you started. Like, that was yeah, my yeah. intro to get that you started. That was your intro. So, yeah, I've CMSs. already done it. Take it away. We're going to go way long if I have to complain about CMSs. The thing... So, I have done this a few times, right? I did it with Simple File Upload. I'm doing it again with Hello Query. This should be a solved problem. And it is... And you can even look at the responses to my tweet. Everyone has a different opinion. And like, this should not be so hard. This whole... <laughs> This whole CMS thing should not be such a pain. So the first time I did it with Simple File Upload, I had a Jekyll site and a Netlify CMS. And that brought about a whole host of issues because my marketing person slash sister couldn't modify my landing page. And she could only add items to the CMS. But then if she wanted anything custom, like the waitlist signup form, which I was doing through MailChimp, not through Netlify, right? Mm -hmm. I had to go in and inject that, that kind of stuff. That was a pain. We moved to Webflow. Webflow's a pain if you're a developer. I do oh, not want to use. Oh, no. No, no. Webflow. I know, I know everyone's telling me, like, you got to go WordPress. I can't do it. Like, maybe nope. later when we're a big company and someone else, but like, oh. No. Nope. Um, I refuse to use yeah. WordPress as well. So all I want, and so people are in my, you know, in my comments, like, well, why does it have to be a Rails app? And why don't you use Hugo or Jekyll? And I was like, well, I've done that. And that's fine. But ultimately, I don't know what I'm going to build as engineering as marketing, but I right. love the option, right? I like having the option. I'm a proper Rails app. So if I want to build like... Yep. Is Aaron smarter than chat GPT, which is on my list of things, by the way. So that'll be fun. Uh, answer is yes. You could do a static site and just say yes. <laughs> I like to have the option to build proper application stuff within my marketing site. Yes, 100%. And you shouldn't. And then people are like, well, just add it on, you know, just build it in something else and give it a blog subdomain. Well, that's bad for SEO. I'm sure. trying to do this properly and like have good SEO. And so, ew, man, it was just a rabbit hole of like, what CMS should I use? What gives me? This just feels like a solved problem. It should not be this hard. So did you end up with a CMS or did you end up with pages in a Rails app? So I did manually I, edit. I did add up I did end up with a CMS. Uh, I'm using Butter CMS, which is headless CMS. Okay. And so far it was kind of a pain to set up. So it's a headless CMS. They have this API, right? It's just like, there's no good answer. <laughs> but this shouldn't be hard. I mean, it's just... So they... It's an API-based CMS. So it's headless. But they also offer a WYSIWYG editor. So that was a little confusing to me at what? first. But now that I've figured out what they're doing, I'm... um. I'm pretty happy with it. I think it's going to work out. And then you just consume the API from the Rails side and spit out pages? Yeah. So what they do, and that's why the WYSIWYG threw me off because they have like this certain structure, like they all do, right? If it's a blog post, it has to be in this structure. Mm -hmm. If it's a page, landing page, it has to be in a different structure. But what I like about it is I can go into their WYSIWYG editor and just instead of like, so I would say like hero, content, um, footer, and then I just put the text in. And then mm -hmm. in my Rails app, I can build the view. So I can still build the view with Tailwind, build the components to look however oh. I want them to look. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Neat. And it's like at post, I mean, you just pull out, you know, the post and you just do post.body from mm -hmm. them and you can put it in, you know, whatever UI you design in your application. Okay. I'm kind of into that. Yeah. Like I said, it was kind of a pain because they do have a little bit of structure. So I am doing a little like, like inserting, you know, inserting stuff like real right. time. But um, 
Overall, I think it's going to be a win and I'm working on spinning up a bunch of landing pages to drive ads to. And so it's nice because you can kind of set it up once, then just make a bunch of pages in their application, their hosted application. And all I have to change is the text. I don't have to rebuild the page um, because the the view is all in my Rails application. Yeah, I like that. I mean, sounds like it was painful to get there, but that seems like a pretty good solution. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. Like, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Like I said, now that I'm almost there, like, I'm pretty happy with it. So I think it's, it's this week was all about just setting this stuff up in order to enable me to move faster. Yeah, I like that. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you have to spend the time building up that infrastructure. I always, always, always feel that way with um, setting up CI, CD for basically like GitHub Actions, because... I the only thing I ever want to do to deploy is merge to to main because yeah. I feel like there are so many different ways to deploy each different app that I always forget and so I will spend way too much time setting up GitHub actions or automations like based on tags in GitHub so that when I come back to it I'm not like hmm how do I deploy this for my specific computer only that's another thing is I don't ever want that to be tied to my computer only yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Setting up that infrastructure kind of sucks, but it serves us well in the long term. Yeah. And I've been more, even some of the things I was like more deliberate about, like routing, like URLs, mm-hmm. um, deliberate about how those, because that's stuff like in in my early landing page days years ago, I didn't care if Jekyll was like, oh, here's your domain backslash blog backslash one, two, three backslash, you know, whatever. I didn't care because I just need content. I just, so now I'm trying to be more deliberate about like, what are the URLs to access the content? How does that work in a grander SEO strategy? Things like that. So what you're saying is you want to take three or four months off to build a CMS for developers. (laughs) Dude, these are my two biggest pain points. Okay. This is again, shouldn't be hard. A CMS for developers and freaking tailwind theme. Why can't I just get a decent tailwind theme that no. is just HTML? Like I know. I, so while I w- was obsessing, so I just mentioned a minute ago, I'm going to start running ads to different pages. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was in the shower this morning and I was like, I can't live with our homepage. I can't live with it. Like I just can't do it. It's so awful. And I built it yeah. so I can say that. Yeah. I can't live with it. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. I, I just, I don't want to run ads to it. I need another day to like get something better. It doesn't have to be yeah. great. But it's got to be better. Got it. It's got to be better. It's got to be better, yeah, man. Kind of I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I wish. I wish the Tailwind UI like full site templates were not so laden with JavaScript, or right. were laden with JavaScript that I want to use, which is not React um, or Next or Next or whatever it is. Who can say? But yeah, the 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 full on templates being so heavy with JavaScript is like. You know, you can't just copy and paste that, right. which is frustrating. I, I was, it, you know, I was looking around at templates and it is, it is frustrating because I, at this point I can do like, I just want the HTML of a decent template. I know. And I've tried, I think we did this last time. Um, I've tried just viewing the, like inspecting the element on the Tailwind UI themes and like copying out all the HTML. But even then it doesn't work. You just, you, you end up needing the full yeah. JavaScript. So, you know, I think, I think I have this kind of, what has been so great about the fact that I can't help you on the development of the actual app mm-hmm. is it is forcing me to do all these other things. And I think as developers, and this is a general statement, but I think it's true. We have 
in our, in our minds, we assign like this moral weight to what we are doing. So if we are working on a true hardcore application, like that is a really valuable thing. And that, Hmm. that gives us this sense of like, oh, we're so brilliant because we made this thing. And, and, And there's like a weight to that, the difficulty of that. And then if we're working on a marketing site, we think, well, hmm. you know, I can make a marketing site. Like there's a much like you, it's just not weighed the same mentally. Yeah. Side note, this is also true for child rearing, but that's a whole other conversation we can talk about. Oh, later. wow. That sounds like a big <laughs> side note. Whoa. But we, we assign these like weights of difficulty to things mm-hmm. and think certain people do certain things and that sometimes is associated with value. And so the marketing side, I feel what, where I'm going with this, I feel like it should be easy and it should take me an hour. Oh, and I so see. Because you, you value the, it as a, as a developer, you value the marketing site intrinsically lower. So you're feeling like it should be a lot easier. Correct. Yeah. And so I spent, you know, an hour on it and you see what it looks like. It's rough, man. And I was like, I really it's, need to give it know, the time. It's, so it's there. Doing. It's up. Like, I'm not, I'm not upset, but I'm just saying like, I was like, this really is not good enough. Like this is just, it, um, it's not going to work for me. You know, it is, it, it it is basically just text on, on a page. On a page. Just text on a page. Yeah. And I, again, I'm not going to spend a week on it, but I'm going to give it like a full day today and, and get a template and, and try to make it a little bit better. Um, and so it's just interesting. Like, I don't know. It's just a lot of interesting learnings about about that stuff and, and yeah. even setting up like, what are we going to do for content and, you know, the CMS stuff and all that. Yeah. Um, well, speak- I'm, I'm super pumped. I think I can tell, I can tell you're in goblin mode and you're just getting stuff done. And I, I love it. Talking all this word vomit out here. And it's great. Like no, they tune in for you, not me. It's <laughs> awesome. So one more thing about content. So I was talking to a content strategist yesterday and I was commenting on the fact that, so your tweet about, mm-hmm. Hey, we're rebranding drove a ton of traffic to the site. But it did not lead to any calls. Okay. And I said to this person, I said, I think we've already, I was like, oh, I got three calls from the podcast last week. I, and, and, you know, between the podcast and Twitter, I got these three calls. I think I've tapped out that um, source. And this person was advising me, was like, no, 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 that's not how content works. Mm-hmm. Like, especially on Twitter, when you have thousands of followers, you cannot assume that these people listen to every single podcast or these people see every single tweet. Yep. So um, she was like, you should be tweeting about it. Like, don't say the same thing every sure. time. Don't be like, oh, I'm, don't retweet your old tweet. But every uh, week, right, no one wants that. You and I should be tweeting something in our normal living of tweets and whatnot. That's like, mm-hmm. hey, do you have problems getting your data like to your, your, your friends and family, <laughs> to your non-technical <laughs> teammates? Sorry. Yeah, we can workshop the co- the copy a little bit. <laughs> Basically, every week, both of us independently should should be shooting out a tweet like, "Hey, we're building this thing. We'd love to yeah. hear if you have this problem. Send me a DM." And it doesn't have to be formal. It can just be in the normal, you know, normal workday of things. But but we need to constantly be reminding people, "Hey, I'm doing this thing," because there's a good chance many people didn't see it the first time, or they didn't like understand, or it wasn't applicable, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep, I agree with that. Um, I also did get one DM last night that was like, Hey, can Hello Query sounds great. Can we use it to send reports to customers? Cause this is a huge problem that we have. So, uh, I DM'd him back and we're going to set up a call. Actually, I'm going to have you set up a call, um, Perfect. with him. So yeah, I, I agree. I think, uh, just keep, just keep tweeting and making videos and doing everything I can do. So I, I think that's, we are on a, a good position, I think, because 
this is our community, right? Developers are our yep. people. Okay, so now that I have blabbled on for 35 minutes, what's going on in the... I said a few words in there. Yeah, I said a few things. Super caffeinated this morning. Uh, I don't, And I just went for a walk because I walked the kids to school. So just so much energy. Oh, honestly, not much on my side um, because of the move. The but move. we, you know, you and I talked earlier this week. Um, the goal is to get something live at, um, like deployed live so that we, you and I can start playing with it back and forth instead of just me on my machine. Um, so that's the goal for this week. And then... You know, next week I would like to have it sending. Um, I'd like to have it sending CSVs via email. Um, I think there's a big gap between that and having it like having someone log in and do it. But from listening to you and Shy on random YouTube video, whatever that was, um, it is possible that we could like schedule those things on behalf of the first customers um, if that you know if that is something that that they want. So. I don't, I don't want to, I'm, I'm trying to eliminate as many artificial barriers as possible and maybe having the polished login, connect a database, write your query, set up your schedule. I mean, that's an artificial, artificial barrier. Um, if I can just do it all manually, either in the console or in the database or something. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, in a, yeah, I think anything that gets us in front of people faster, if people are up for that, like, I think that sounds great. I still, uh, I, you know, because we changed positions a little bit, I have a lot of that filtering and conditioning stuff done, and none of that will be lost. It's just yeah, we're we're kind of redefining what the starting point is, and so I'm having to do a little bit of shuffling around. Um, but the starting point's a lot easier. So yeah, I think it's going to be great. Even even if people, even if we should go back to these people and like this is where we are, and they're like, wow, that's not enough. That's fine because we're still, yeah. you know, we're still in that first. That first rung of the ladder, if you will. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's it. I mean, you got 34 minutes and I got two, but that sounds about <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's right. That's, that's, a, that's how it should be though right now. Yeah. That that's sense. exactly right. You're like heads down in execute mode and I'm trying to be everywhere and, and talk to all the people. That's right. Um, yeah. Well, anything else? Do you want to talk about um, how there are different weights in, uh, child rearing and how certain things are deemed important, or do you want to save that for next week? Let's save that. Okay, that sounds good. All right, we will end it there. <laughs>